listening to EP Culture Beat, the underground source of El Paso, Texas. How's it going, dude? How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the folks out there. Uh, my name is Crystal Poppin. I am a rapper from El Paso, Texas. Uh, you're currently on tour. How's that going? Tour has been super awesome. It's been really fun working with GC Garza and his crew. They're super professional. They know exactly what they're doing. And we're learning a lot since it's my first tour, you know, me and my team's first tour. So I'm really trying to just take in the whole experience. And then hopefully real soon we're going to be doing our own tour. Cool. And, you know, it's going to be really cool. So you're touring with an artist named Garza? GT Garza, yeah. Can GT you uh, provide more info on this dude? GT Garza is a rapper from Houston, Texas. He's been doing his thing for a couple years now, and he's been touring and everything like that. Cool. So uh, it's not his first rodeo, and it's really cool to see it like in action. What's been the wildest stop so far on the tour? Um, so far, I think it's been Liberal, Kansas, believe it or not. Liberal, Kansas is this small town in Kansas, but they get down. <laughs> like, nice. They get down at the shows, what and happened? I can't wait. It's just like, <laughs> it just got jumping, man. It was packed. I learned that it was a college town, um, so there's a bunch of college kids there, and um, it was really, really fun. The promoters were really professional. They had it on lock, and I had a lot of fun there. Nice. Is this your first tour, or have you gone on the road before? Yeah, this is my first tour. Um, I've been on the road. I have been on the road traveling around and doing shows here and there, but nothing actually that I would call a tour. So, yes, this is my first one. Cool. What does that feel like? It feels good. Like, I really feel like it's about that time for me to be on tour. You know what I mean? Me and my manager have been grinding out music, getting ourselves ready, prepared. Uh, we sold all of our stuff to like move in an RV and travel America and just kind of like build my career from the bottom up. So tour is just the next step that we got to take in order to make sure that, you know, we launch this this thing. Nice. <laughs> you do get to see a lot of uh, America on the tour. Like what have you seen so far? Like what has surprised you about going through America? I'm loving, like, the different landscapes that I'm seeing. Yeah. Being from the desert, you don't see too much green. You don't see too many trees. And just it's such a drastic change going from El Paso to Atlanta, for instance, like, where the whole freeway, like, you can't... It's, like, freeway and trees everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's really cool, like, seeing the different landscapes. And then just the different types of people. I love meeting people, so, like, yeah. it's cool that I get to see like what people in New Orleans are like and what people in Atlanta are like and what people in Nashville are like and everyone every city kind of has a different vibe and I'm just like absorbing all that and I feel like it's helping to shape me as an artist as well so it's really cool it's really cool cool so you're getting inspiration as you're traveling yeah That's definitely cool. definitely uh, your current single is called F-O-M-S yeah or uh, fuck out of my sight fuck out my sight <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. And the one before that was Timmy Ta. Timmy Ta, yeah. What does Timmy Ta mean? Timmy Ta means basically like a pretty tomboy. So I grew up, you know, tomboy as a little girl. I hated wearing dresses. I loved playing outside, uh, sports and everything. You know what I mean? Uh, tomboy at heart. And as I started growing older, I started getting more into like the girly things. You know what I mean? Like doing my makeup and my hair. And I just felt like I wasn't technically a tomboy, but I still had that like in my core. Yeah. So I wanted to invent something to call those females that I feel that like grew up tomboy, but like glowed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I came up with the word Timmy Ta for that. 
Nice. Thank you for that definition. <laughs> it feels like you're asserting yourself more in these uh, recent singles. Yeah. Well, I felt like I wrote Timmy Todd to show that, like, there's this... I kind of like have this colorful flavor, I feel. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like I nailed it with that song. That's something that I really... Those kinds of songs are the ones I really enjoy making. Something that, like people can still like have fun too yeah. but the verses I'm I'm really saying like I don't waste a line in that song like when you're not paying attention it sounds just like a little like bouncy bop but I'm actually like shouting out a lot of things I'm saying a lot of things like that are real and then FOMS I decided to drop it after Timmy Talk mm -hmm. because I don't feel like up until this point I haven't really shown like my skill fully like on full blast like volume all the way up you know what I mean or how tough you can be yeah. it's pretty tough yeah yeah it is and there's this like I have like two personas I feel and I say this in Timmy Tall I have a persona that's crystal popping and also trigger trigger and Trigger Trigger is the girl that, like, just loves to, like, just rap, drop bars, and she don't care, and she just, like, goes, 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 and nothing, you know what I mean? Like, it was rap queen. So I wanted to kind of show both of those sides because they're so, it's like a contrast to each other. And I do feel that that's me because I'm, like, a Cancer, and I have a Sagittarius moon. Mm -hmm. So my Cancer kind of has me, like, feeling like, uh, like a softy, like a big heart, like a, a lover, and uh, this is my Sagittarius side just don't care you know don't give a fuck about nothing you know what I mean and it's crazy because those two worlds are kind of like mended into one and like that that makes me so that comes out in my music as well and I definitely feel like I showed those both sides with these two songs I guess when you're making music it's good to have contrasts just to I guess not be one note all the time. Yeah, know? for sure. And I definitely feel that when I approach music, I never want it to be like, oh, this song sounds like that other song. You know what I mean? Like, I try to approach every song with a different uh, mindset, a different concept, different melody. I never really want my songs to sound the same. Do you write all the music yourself and all the lyrics? Yes, I wrote everything myself. Like, anything that I record, I do it myself. Mm -hmm. What do you use? What, what stuff do you use? Well, if I'm not using, like, pencil and paper, mm -hmm. then I'll just go into... A I use Ableton to record. So mm -hmm. I'll just, like, throw the beat on Ableton, and then I'll start... I'll press record, and I'll just start freestyling, and then I come up with some words, and then I'll, like, oh, I like that line. Let me, like, elaborate on that, and then I'll go and, like type out some like like start the verse from there and I take like uh, lots of different approaches sometimes I'll go for a walk and then I'll just be like oh like like thinking of words or, or lines or anything and I'm like oh that's cool and I'll just write it down I have a notepad where I'll just like reference a bunch of one-liners that I write down and stuff so it's like I have a bunch of different things like I'm constantly thinking about lines like yeah it's just like the, the way I think now so you're just compelled and yeah like I'm all compelled artists. and I'm always like just like oh I gotta write that down I gotta <laughs> say that in a song for sure <laughs> Are these new singles leading up to a new album? Well, these new singles technically are part of an EP mm -hmm. called The Desert Daisy. And Desert Daisy has basically like seven songs, I believe, on it. The approach that me and my manager decided to take was releasing them individually instead of as one project at once. So they're technically still under the catalog, but they're all going to be coming out one by one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, your debut album, Starstruck, was yeah. released in 2016. Yeah. What was that experience like and how did it come together? It was a really, really cool experience. Everyone that worked with me on that was from El Paso. Nice. So that was really cool. The producers, engineers, the artwork, everybody that basically like the way that it came together, everyone from El Paso. So I really love that 
and it was fun it was like my first before that i hadn't hadn't had a project before that and it really showed me a lot it was kind of like i call it like my my music college you know what i mean mm -hmm. like that i really taught me like how to work with people because before that i was just it was just me by myself in the studio doing what i knew how to do but the album really showed me how to collaborate work with people other producers um how to write quickly yeah it was just like it was a lot and then we crunched the whole thing i believe it was like two months to like start and finish i had been writing the songs mm -hmm. for about a year but when it came down to like going in the studio recording them getting everything pressed put together prepping for the album release party that was like crunched down to like two months two three months something like that wow. so it was hectic and it was a lot of hard work and a lot of good things came out of that so that that was a really cool cool project that's cool you're kind of throwing yourself into the fire for that project yeah head first for sure yeah, yeah and i i didn't really i didn't really know what was going to go into it but i knew i was willing to learn and wherever i slipped i would get back up and you know learn from my falls and and keep going and i did you said that before you just like to work by yourself was it weird to get used to a second or third or fourth opinion that's something that artists struggle with you know mm. kind of like inviting another idea because you feel like well i'm the artist like i need to do my ideas and i don't want to change this but being in that setting i learned that if i wasn't able to invite ideas and kind of like collaborate on other things that i wasn't used to then i wasn't going to learn as an or grow as an artist myself and i always want to grow and I always want to learn we're good, thank you. <laughs> uh, for those of you listening, we're at DTF Bar, right? DTF Bar. I assume it's down to fuck bar. <laughs> it's, it's a it's down to what? Double the fun. Double the fun. Double the fun. Oh shit! Uh, edit that. It's Ooh, double the fun it's bar. It's double the fun bar. <laughs> Where's my mind at? <laughs> So, yeah, collaborating with people. I learned how to collaborate with people on that album, for nice. sure. And it helped me, out, like, way, like, throughout all these other years, like, learning that, like, really carried over, for nice. sure. You released a single called Glitter and Gold in 2015, and I found a YouTube video of a song called Supernova from 2013. Yeah. Is that when you decided to pursue music seriously? Uh, Supernova, yes. That was uh -huh. the first, like, real single, like... That was the first single I went into, like, a real studio to record. That was the first video, like, actual production that I had put together. Nice. It was a cool song. A lot of people like that song. So nice. it was, like, fun. And it's crazy because I feel like you can kind of see Supernova. And if you look at Timmy Ta, they kind of, kind of have, like, this same flavor a you know what i mean a, a connective tissue perfect yeah. yes like when i noticed that i was like yo like i'm really evolving but still keeping my roots in a way you know what i mean so that's really cool supernova definitely is the first like the first presentation of who crystal poppin is for sure what got you into rapping and becoming a hip-hop artist well i grew up writing uh mm. rhymes poetry stuff like that just even just journal entries you know i would do that a lot mm. as i grew up and like becoming a teenager and life getting a little more hectic and you meet me thinking that it's the world. Hello, thank what's your name? Thank you. Thank you. Too fresh. No, Joe fresh. Oh, Joe Fresh. We're doing a podcast right now. Awesome. awesome. Thank Joe you. Joe Fresh man. just thank brought you. us some water. Just thank brought you, us Joe. some water, guys. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Very nice fellers. So I got into rapping, so I was 
even in elementary school, writing poetry, yeah. rhymes, putting things together like that, journal entries and stuff. As I started growing older, becoming a teenager, and feeling like the world's against me, you know, people, uh, my rhymes started getting more aggressive. And that's where I feel like, that's kind of like where Trigger Trigger stems from, you know what I mean? Like this really pissed off teenager that like felt like everything was unfair. I did go through a lot as a teenager, personally, and like socially as well. So that really reflected in my rhymes. And once I graduated high school, I started going out to parties and stuff. And at these parties, people would like do cypher circles. You know what I mean? They're like speeding their rhymes and stuff. Cool. And so one day I got the courage and I was like, I jumped in in a circle and I threw one of my rhymes out and everyone was like, oh, and I was like, cool. <laughs> and then I was walking away and then one of the guys from the circle was like, yo, do you rap? Do you make music? And I was just like, nah, man, I don't. Like, I just, I was just, I just wrote that. You know I what I mean? Do words. I just words. I just words. <laughs> and uh, he was like, yo, me and my homies, we got studio equipment. Let's record your first song. Like, like let's cool. do it. Whatever you did out there, let's do that. And I was just like, all right, cool, I'm down. And then we ended up having a little session in my bedroom, and we created my first song. There were some songs before Supernova. Um, they're not up anymore, though. <laughs> but okay. yeah, the first song, like, as soon as I heard the first song through the headphones, like, it was game over. Like, mm -hmm. I knew that that's, I fell in lo instant love with music and creating music and making songs at that moment. And I've been making music ever since. It's good when you had that epiphany, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it was crazy because at that time, I didn't know what to do. You know, I didn't know what I wanted to be. Like, people were, like, pressuring me. Like, my family was like, what are you going to do? Like, I kept, like, I didn't know. You know, I was lost. I was super lost. And nothing, like, caught my interest. Nothing felt right. And I was like, maybe I want to be a nurse. And, like, uh, that didn't feel right. And then I was like, maybe I want to be a teacher. And, like, it just didn't, never clicked for me. And I got, I know, I was getting a little worried because I'm like... 18 and I need to have my life figured out you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> and uh, music just kind of found me you know what I mean and once it did like it's been non-stop you've done a few collabs like with Tommy Noor in 2018 mm -hmm. how important is it for hip-hop artists to collab because it seems like people are guesting on each other's stuff locally a lot more I feel like it is extremely important to collaborate and I say that because there's so much you can learn from collaborations I have my style of writing, creating, producing and stuff. Once I started collaborating with others, for instance, with Tommy, he's a singer. His techniques, I guess, like his approach to music is totally different. And I learned a lot from that, too. So that was cool. And I'm sure he learned a lot from me as well, because I also showed him things the way that I do things. It's a great learning experience when you can professionally collaborate with others. And there's a way to do it. Like people think that when you collaborate it's because a bunch of people who you don't like their music that want to work with you but it's not always the case like sometimes someone else might have something really dope that you yeah. do want to jump on and you do want to make so Tommy's song when he presented it to me I was like that's dope like I would love to be on that song for sure so cool. that's how that whole thing happened DSG ended up shooting the video it came out really dope and yeah it was like it was, it was a really cool experience what do you have planned next? I'm gonna get through this tour 
and learn everything that I can. Yeah. That way, uh, once it's over, I want to start preparing for my own personal tour mm -hmm. where I'm headlining. I have openers as well. I'm going to be working on another project as well with a few people that, in Atlanta, a few people in Nashville. I'm staying around that area a lot more. Mm -hmm. After that, you know, I'm just it's just going to keep going. It's going to be shows all the time, interviews, photo shoots, creating content, putting out content, meeting fans, merchandise. Like, the bus never stops. <laughs> so, output, output. Output, output. That's what it is. Grind, grind, grind. You said that you guys uh, dropped everything and bought a RV? Yeah, yeah, what's we the, did. What's the RV life like? The RV life is crazy. Like, it's definitely, I can see how it's not for everybody. <laughs> But it's cool because I feel like you got to be a certain type of person to live full time in it. And I'm definitely that person. You know what I mean? Like you got to be willing to live minimally. You got to be willing to sometimes be without. And you got to be willing to put up and deal with problems, situations that present themselves and yeah. to deal with these situations accordingly. So that way the bus can keep going. And uh, I definitely feel that me and my manager are great team. And uh, he's the one that does, like, takes care of, like, the mechanics, like, stuff that deals with the RV, you know, stuff like the, the ceiling when it leaks or, like, something happens to the tires and, and electrical something. He's the one that takes care of that. I'm the one that makes sure that, that we're always fed, making sure that there's food in the fridge, making sure yeah. that, that it's clean up in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because it's a small space, so it gets dirty really fast. So I'm always, like, staying on top of it because if you're not, like, you're going to live in a pigsty. Like, I'm going to say that right now. Like, it's not easy. Like, you can have breakfast. Just having breakfast is such a, like, a, like a big mess, you know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> it's hectic. It's hectic in there, but I feel like I'm so used to it now. I've been in it for a year. I feel like it's home, nice. you know what I mean? Like, it's my home. And my backyard changes all the time, and I love that. Cool. Yeah. Is, is he your manager? He's my manager. Diaz Jr., what's up? Come over here. Come he's, over here. He's been chilling. Chilling, chilling. Watching the proceedings. Do you yeah. want to say something? Add a little something real quick? Just hanging out on my spot behind the camera, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so D, I really do feel that D is, like, the mastermind, and I'm, like, his, like, baby project thing you know what i mean <laughs> like he's the one that makes he makes sure that there's gas and that everything looks great and that i'm on point you know what i mean and yeah. that everything's going smoothly like he does he takes care of life so that way i can take care of the music and it's a perfect like union that we've created we're it's a really really cool really cool team here <laughs> you want to add something buddy just uh, what she was saying, she's totally right. It's not easy. And, you know, every time we run into problems and uh, little, like, obstacles and, and things like that, events that we're not expecting and we run into, it, it gets very, it can be very hard on you, like, on your spirit. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, people think we're out here just, like, having fun every day and everything's going good. <laughs> yeah. and we run into, like, financial dilemmas or we run into mechanical dilemmas. Even parking can be a problem, like a huge problem. Yeah. And when it comes to the music, it also has its uh, its drawbacks, and we always have to make sure we're just staying ahead or working around because, you know, we might be dealing with, with a person that we believe is going to be able to help us in a certain way, and then it turns out they uh, some type of, like, shady person or they don't come through or... Shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we one of the biggest things that people don't realize is that we're dealing with people every day you know what i mean and 
different people every day, people that we don't know, and, and that's how the business is, the industry. And you're going to deal with people that are going to turn out not to be what you expected, and you got to be ready as well socially to be able to handle those uh, those situations where it don't really go the way that you're expecting, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you got to stay on your toes. Exactly, exactly. Everybody has their own interests, and they're not always the same interests as yours, so you just got to make sure, you know, like, everybody wants something. Yeah. And if it's, if it's something that doesn't line up with what you want, it can get, like, things can go south really fast, you know what I mean? Damn. Thank you. Thank you for those that, those words. <laughs> That's real. That's as real as you can Big get. Big dude. <laughs> Big dude in the house. <laughs> Do you have any advice for those getting into pursuing music? Yes. Work your ass off, man. Work your ass off. Yeah. Wake up every day. You need to eat, sleep, breathe shit. Your content. And you need to be dope. Like, at the end of the day, you can create all this content. And if it's crap, then it's not going to go very far. Unless you're a hard worker. You know what I mean? But it's always cool when you create cool shit. So I highly recommend that you hone in on your skills, sharpen your skills, and just make sure that you're creating the best content that you can right. and work hard every day, pursue it every day, because uh, it's super easy to slack it. So easy to slack it. So easy to procrastinate. So easy not to write. But if you dedicate yourself, it can happen. And I'm I can I can see it like I am proof I've seen proof I'm in the middle of it and I this is so it's the, it's a dream come true honestly procrastination is the enemy kids yes procrastination is the enemy work your ass off where on the interweb can people find you and your music uh, you can find me on my website which is crystalpoppin.com mm-hmm. I keep a lot of updates merchandise everything that's crystal poppin going on there I work mostly off of my Instagram, which is at Crystal Poppin. I also have Facebook, Twitter. You can find my music on Spotify, Apple Music, all music platforms, basically. Google Music, all that. I'm not hard to find, but you can, if you Google it, if you can't find me, if you don't know how to spell my name, like, it's with a K and two L's. Don't forget. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is there a apostrophe at the end of Poppin? No, no apostrophe. <laughs> this is this is hip hop. <laughs> no G. Oh yeah, people put like popping. Oh like, no, with a does G. it lead somewhere else? Oh, well, it, All right, no. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we ask this question of everybody that comes on the show, especially if they're local. Yeah. How does El Paso inspire you? El Paso inspires me. I feel like El Paso is in the heart of everything I do. I remember before I had left El Paso. And uh, I was still working my job. I was working in a salon before I left. And I was just cruising I-10. And, like, my heart, I was just looking at, like, Juarez and UTEP, you know. So I would just go on long cruises and, like, listen to music. Yeah. And, like, my heart was just filling up. And it was just, like, getting all warm and fuzzy because I was like, yo, like, I, I love my city. Like, I love it here. And my whole family's here. Like, all my friends are here. All my favorite restaurants are here. Like, you know, like, all my favorite things are in El Paso. And uh, it was really hard for me to leave, actually. But I'm happy I did because I can bring it back. And I can't wait for the day that I can give back to the city. You know what I mean? I can't do it right now, but it is definitely one of my biggest goals to give back to the city because I love it. And it has shaped me into the person I am today. And the reason that I call that I'm calling my EP the Desert Daisy is because that's what I refer to myself as. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a daisy in the desert 
people think it's just a weed they get rid of them they, it's an ugly plant right mm. but whenever i'd walk around the desert i used to pick those daisies and like kind of like keep them put them in a book like in my hair i thought they were so beautiful and i would think like daisies desert daisies have to work twice as hard to be noticed and to be recognized as something beautiful yeah. because of such the harsh area that it grows from you know what i mean yeah. i feel that's me i feel like i grew from a harsh area in the desert but something beautiful can come out of it and that's what i want to put forward i want to create beautiful art whether it's aggressive or not it still can be beautiful and um that's the heart of me and of el paso so anything else that you'd like to add don't be afraid to do what you want and do what you love no matter what it is because the only reason you aren't doing what you love or you don't have what you want is because of you and no one else. And I've been put to the test so many times and God has given things to me and God has taken so much away to teach me lessons, to show me that I'm strong enough to do and have what I want to do and want to have. So anything is possible and don't think that the outside world can stop you because the only person that can stop you is you. Awesome. All right, quick random questions. Yes. <laughs> Favorite color? Yellow. Yellow. Why? Yellow, yellow, yellow. I just, when I was super young, like, I remember being like, like maybe five and like saying like oh I want my favorite color is yellow as long as I can remember I always say yellow 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 and they thought it was cool because like not a lot of kids like yellow I guess <laughs> so uh, I thought it was, I love yellow man I love yellow's my favorite color favorite El Paso restaurant it's called Mundos and it's on Donovan on the west side and they have aside from my grandmother and my mother's menudo they have the best menudo in town and I love like all their food is so dope their Mexican food. It's a Mexican spot, by the way. But yeah, Mundos. Thanks for being on the show, dude. Oh, thank you for having me, man. For sure, it was fun. Thank you. And now, check out this track from Crystal Pocket. The dime, covering the earth and you know they can't fuck up my grind Mind of the mind and they think we alive Fuck on my side Bitches be talking but can't even speak Even the dead don't be sleeping on me All of my wrist yeah, I know a weapon She ain't no to the slipper She in the lips Cloudy the smoke All of my fears and a cup of tears And I'm a motis and make up and body these hoes 21-6 how it goes Frozen the gold, gold Where did you go? They done fucked up as I ever the dough So cold, blood in my soul Shooting to the dome Hitting the middle, fuck the flow Hitting the hit in the flow, hit in the flow, oh. hit in the hit in the flow, where did you go, bitch? I am so high, I am so cold, what do you know? Oh, I am so cold, what do you know? They be like, what is it, is it popping? Yeah, bitch, popping, KP, trigger, little Timmy Top, what's up? These pigeons ain't nothing but chickens I'm frying my still in my soft nugget bitches I'm clipping they tickets, no entry admission Hoes rapping about licking that stanky straight kittens Look fresh like some linen, I'll lock like some prison I'm chilling how I'm living, bitch, I'm never tripping I'm peachy like I'm Nixon 
And they cannot see like they're German Damn, sleeping on me like their mama's comma I'm a Spanish bitch, but I speak in dollars Can't step to me like the ground is lava I'm the astral realm, rapping Dalai Lama I'm cold-blooded, I'm a holy wanna Got the best tacos down in Tijuana Can't say the same about the marijuana But the plug coolie from Nicaragua, damn They said I was on by a strand They said I was bleeding a hand They said I was looking the same But that shit ain't part of the plan Bitch, popping right candlelight uh, Trigger blow dynamite <laughs> Make it quick overnight Get the fuck out my sight the show thank you for listening you can find this podcast on spotify itunes stitcher radio tune in and buzzsprout tap that subscribe button live long and prosper